Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. I'm Rich Straffolino. Shutterstock's Creative Flow design platform now offers a text-to-image engine powered by OpenAI's Dolly 2 platform. The stock image service says these generated images will be ready for licensing after creation. Back in October, Shutterstock announced a partnership with OpenAI to use its image libraries to train its algorithm. Politico sources say European Union antitrust investigators plan to open an investigation into Microsoft Teams, looking into if tying it to Microsoft's office suite unfairly impacts competition. This investigation would be based on a 2020 complaint from Slack. Microsoft earned $2.32 per share in Q2 on revenue up 2% in the year to $52.75 billion. It missed analyst revenue estimates but beat on earnings. Windows OEM and devices revenue both fell 39% on the year, with Microsoft predicting similar declines next quarter as well. Xbox hardware revenue fell 13%, while content and services fell 12%. On the growth front, intelligent cloud revenue increased 18% on the year, server and cloud services grew by over 20%, and Azure specifically grew revenue 31% on the year. Microsoft 365 consumer subscriptions grew 12% to $63.2 million, while Teams passed 280 million monthly active users. The U.S. Department of Justice and eight U.S. states filed suit against Google, accusing it of antitrust violations in the digital ad market. The suit says that Google has control of tools used by publishers, advertisers, and brokers, and has used anti-competitive, exclusionary, and unlawful means to eliminate or severely diminish any threat to its dominance over digital advertising technologies. Google has cited Meta, Amazon, and Microsoft's ad businesses as counterexamples. Last week, the Indian Institute of Technology announced a new mobile OS called BarOS, and India's Minister for Education, as well as Skill Development and Entrepreneurship, Dharmedra Pradhan, demonstrated it this week. Pradhan claimed the OS shipped with no preloaded apps, shared no user data, and worked with private app stores. He also claimed the OS couldn't run malware, but provided no details about what that actually means. Screenshots of the OS show what looks like the Android keyboard app, with design elements that look similar to Android. 
Honda announced it would begin online sales of Acura electric vehicles later in 2023, with plans to exclusively sell Acura EVs online in 2024. The carmaker is still finalizing details on the strategy, including how pricing will be set. The EV maker Polestar updated its Polestar 2 sedan for the 2024 model year, adding a new flat front grille similar to the Polestar 3 and using a 5% larger 82-kilowatt-hour battery that offers up to 300 miles of range on the rear-wheel drive base model with support for faster 205-kilowatt charging. The base model also features 29% more horsepower and 48% more torque than last year's model. It's available to order now starting at $48,400, shipping later this year. At its Flutter Forward event in Nairobi, Kenya, Google showed off new developments with its Flutter open-source framework for multi-platform apps. While still in Flutter's Canary testing branches, Google showed a rewritten impeller rendering runtime with improved performance, as well as support for WebAssembly and RISC-V architectures. The team also showed off Flutter element embedding, making it easier to add Flutter content to web pages with standard HTML formatting. The writing nonprofits Quill and Common Lit released a tool called AI Writing Check. Like it says on the tin, it's designed to detect the output of generative AI text systems like ChatGPT. The nonprofit estimates is between 80 to 90% accurate and should be used with additional checks by teachers, like comparing essays to previous student writing. TapBots, the company behind TweetBot, has launched an app for Mastodon on the iOS App Store called Ivory. It has limited functionality right now. It can't edit a profile, edit posts, or read alt text, though those are on the roadmap. You can use it in read-only mode for free or pay $1.99 a month to get full access. Lyft rolled out wait time fees, with riders being charged per minute after two minutes from an on-time arrival for standard rides. Wait time fees don't apply to shared, access, assisted, and car seat rides. Uber introduced wait time fees way back in 2016. Garmin launched a new ECG smartwatch app available on the Venue 2 Plus watch in the U.S. This marks Garmin's first FDA-cleared app or feature. This allows users to record a 30-second ECG and look for signs of atrial fibrillation. And finally, the space mining startup Astroforge released details of its first mission, which will launch in April on SpaceX's Transporter 7 launch. The company's equipment will work on asteroid-like material from the space tech company Orb Astro to show its refining and extraction capabilities in zero gravity. A second mission will seek to gather data on an asteroid in deep space as a potential mining target. The company eventually hopes to complete a refining mission to bring platinum back to Earth. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.